0: Welcome, it's indisputable. I'm your host, Rashad Richie, good to be back with you. I have missed you and I hope you have missed me. I'm sure the feeling is mutual. All right, we got a big show today. Breaking down news of the day, we got the big homie, Brett. Brett is going to provide not only commentary, but insightful comedy, I'm sure. Rebel HQ contributor and streams our, and streams hour Happy Half Hour, Gamebusters and the Sunday stream on TYT, Twitch. And in the bullpen, should be interesting. Spike Cohen, 2020 Libertarian Vice Presidential Candidate, a chair of You Are the Power. We're going to talk about the war on drugs in America. I haven't been with you for a few days, so let's start here. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Chris Rock has been given a lot of love now through ticket sales. All of his shows are basically selling out. And a $40 ticket is now basically $400 to get a ticket to see Chris Rock. Well, the world is divided here. They're divided about Will Smith and his actions. Let me be very clear. You know, sometimes people do things to make themselves seem big, and they reveal themselves as being small. America has been divided based on polling data. As to the actions of Will Smith. Will Smith was wrong. Now I'm going to dissect some things here because I think it's important. Before I do that, let's go back to the clip of what happened that night. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to
1: see it, all right? <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one, okay. I'm out here. Uh oh, Richard. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: You know, some people say that was Will Smith being a man standing up for his woman. Really. Let me dissect the ways. You know, manhood is about responsibility. Manhood is about maturity. It also includes impulse control. And let's be very clear, Will Smith himself laughed at the joke. Now do I think the joke was in bad taste? Yes, if Chris Rock was aware of why she shaved her head. If he is not, then context matters. The issue is this, okay? If you believe that Chris, that Chris Rock was somehow deserving of being slapped because he made a joke that landed wrong. I want you to think about a few things. When two teenagers are arguing and somebody says, yo mama, should the teenager then engage in physical combat? Is that worthy of a fight because somebody offended you? Just a question. Let's go a little deeper. If you understand this action of Will Smith, then you also agree with OJ Simpson. OJ said, and I quote, I understand the feeling. Yeah, that's what OJ Simpson said. According to TMZ, Chris had no idea Jada had alopecia and that he does not have a mean bone in his body. Chris joke that sparked the smack was directed at Jada's short hair, telling her he could not wait for GI Jane 2. Let's go to the polling data, more than half Americans sided with Will Smith over Chris Rock in the now infamous Oscar slapping incident. According to a new poll that asked, who do you think was more in the wrong? Blue Rose Research, a Democratic pollster surveyed 2,162 Americans online regarding the heated moment at Sunday's Academy Awards. Between Rock and Smith with 52.3% of the people saying Rock deserved what he got after he joked about Smith's wife's shaved head, okay. Let me tell you what this is about, damn it. This is about Hollywood's fascination with status, and by extension, our fascination with status as well. Because I guarantee you, if Chris Rock would have done the slapping of Will Smith, Chris Rock would not be receiving this kind of love. Chris Rock would not have been able to sit back down and enjoy the show. Chris Rock would have been escorted out and possibly even arrested. It is because Will Smith, has a certain status and Hollywood is fascinated with status and so are we. You change the status of those two individuals and the context becomes, look at those thugs. Yeah, change the status of those two individuals and the conversation becomes about toxic masculinity. But because of their status, because Will Smith has this certain atmosphere around him. Because we expect so much more, we're willing to bend the rules for Will Smith. Let's say Donald Trump would have done it. Let's say somebody offended Donald Trump's wife and Trump decided to walk on stage and slap somebody while they were hosting. Would you call it barbaric? Possibly, but others would not. Those that hold Donald Trump in an occult like esteem would justify his actions just like many are doing for Will Smith. He wasn't defending Jada, he laughed at the damn joke. He looked at Jada and saw that Jada was not laughing. He slapped Chris Rock for himself. He did not slap Chris Rock to somehow protect Jada. The joke was told it was over. If your woman is offended, you lean over to your woman and you say, baby, I'm sorry that I laughed at a joke that offended you. But believe me, I will address it after the show. Enjoy the rest of the night. This is baffling on a few other levels, because we knew the racial tropes would come in. Here's one of them, Fox News.
1: Judge, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah. I think that the Oscars are not the hood.
0: Not the hood, Janine, Janine, Janine. You see, I'm from the hood, as you would call it. I have more class in my pinky than you have in your entire body. In the hood, people don't go around slapping individuals. That's not what happens there. That's a false narrative, a misnomer, a racial trope. You could not help yourself. You had to throw some red meat at the racist bigoted viewers of fixed news. It is fascinating. At the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, What Will Smith did to Chris Rock was wrong, was not appropriate. We can also debate about the joke that Chris Rock made. We will know later if he actually was aware of this autoimmune disease that causes patchiness, we don't know for sure. But status is at play here and Hollywood is fascinated with it.
1: Brett, thoughts here? Uh, my main takeaway from this event is you cannot back the victim of a joke over the victim of an assault. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta draw a line there. People have been in my like DMs and replies all saying that like it wasn't violence, it was a slap. Well, you just told me that hitting people is not hitting people, and and once you're there, you're kind of falling victim to this instinct that the internet kind of encourages, which is for people to you know, not say the obvious thing. But try to find something that's like a little more clever and a little outside what common sense would tell you just so they can get clicks. I think this whole event and Jeanine Pirro is really the embodiment of it. It's like if you've ever seen planet Earth and there's that like deep sea episode and there's a whale carcass at the bottom of the ocean and that's the slap. It is sunk to the bottom of the ocean and everyone just feeds on it until there's nothing left. And then there's a point kind of halfway through where people show up where other animals show up to feed on the animals that are feeding on the carcass. That's Janine Pirro, that's people that are torpedoing other people's hot takes. But what I do know is like in three days there will be nothing left but like vague like floating fins or like cool memes about Chris Rock and Will Smith. They completely gloss over the fact that this was so egregious and so obviously insane for the uh, the people at the Oscars to give a standing ovation. That the person who's making the most sense about it is Jim Carrey, who got famous right. for talking out of his butt. <laughs>
0: right. It's <laughs> unbelievable. He seems to be so damn sensible here. And here's another thing before we move on. Brett, Will Smith made a calculation here. Because I guarantee you if Steve Harvey would have made the same joke, Will Smith ain't slapping Steve Harvey. Hell, Will Smith would not slap Will Ferrell. There was a calculation here. He believed he could do this and get away with it because it's Chris Rock. And that was part of his calculation and that was part of of his redemption for laughing at a joke that his wife found offensive, and I get it. All right, I think she was legitimately offended. That no issue there whatsoever. But to back something like this, and sometimes, Brett, I just ask one question: If ever this is how I gauge morality, sometimes, right? Would the world be a better place if everybody in the world did exactly that thing right there? And the answer would be, of course, not. Cops killed a black man. They tased him to death. Let's put up a picture of Mr. Jim Rogers. Okay? This is a high school picture provided by his family. 5 police officers in and Pittsburgh are no longer on the job after an internal investigation into the death of a man who was tased by police. Rogers who was a suspect in the theft of a bicycle. A bicycle, okay? died while in custody of Pittsburgh Bureau of Police. That was October 13th, according to CNN's report. Police said they used a taser on Rogers because he was not complying with their orders. Rogers was tased 10 times, resulting in him being taken into Mercy Hospital where he died the next day. Let's put up his picture again. That is an entire human being he is gone he is gone because they thought he was stealing a bicycle and they decided to tase him against department policy they tased him so much they killed him now let's go to Lee Schmidt Lee Schmidt is the Pittsburgh Public Safety Director let's go to his picture okay Lee Schmidt declined to identify the officers. But sources tell us the officers are Keith Edmonds who tased Jim Rogers 10 times. And officers Pat DeSaro and Greg Boss who took Rogers to the hospital are among those fired for violating policies and procedures. I want you to think about something here. The mayor, let's put up a picture of the mayor, his name is Ed Ganey, all right? The mayor came out and said, all right, we're firing these cops because these cops violated internal policies. These internal policies led to the death of of an entire human being. And here's what we're going to do for the great community that elected us and pays our salary. We're going to tell them they have to find another job. That's the response. Somebody's dead. They violated internal policy and the mayor says, and we are going to ensure that they must find employment elsewhere. This is why people don't like the damn police, right here. Their actions led to the exacting death of an entire person. The department says what they did was against the protocol of this office. Negligent homicide would have been the least charge here. But they simply get to go home. They don't have a charge at all, which means they can become a cop again. And this is why so many in policing fought against the George Floyd Policing and Accountability Act because that would expose these cops and expose their record in a federal database. Remember, they see your record, they see mine. We pay them, but we can't see theirs. Doesn't make much sense. All right. Brett, thoughts on this case.
1: This for me is it's by no means a game. If it were, it's a numbers game. You have one person who tried to steal one bike in the eyes of these officers. And you and when I saw the number of police officers that lost their jobs or are going to be re educated, essentially, that's eight.
0: Yeah.
1: And there's 10 tasings. So for every one person who lost their life, there are eight officers around and one and a quarter tasings per officer. And everybody seems to be acting rationally after the fact to cover their butts. Yeah. Um, I just wish that there was more incentive in their own eyes to act rationally before they pull out their tasers.
0: Well said, and to Brett's point, three of the officers were reinstated. So you had a total of eight, but they must undergo training. The police officers union plans to appeal the findings. They plan to appeal this. They're trying to get them their jobs back right there. Meanwhile, the county grand jury will decide if any of the officers will face criminal charges. Don't hold your breath. We're going to continue to bring you the updates to that story. Okay, Donald Trump added again uh, conspiring with foreign leaders in order to dictate the outcome of an American presidential election. Yeah, he's doing it again. Here it is. Play the video. One thing while I'm on your show, as long as Putin now is not exactly a fan of our country, let him explain where did, because Chris Wallace wouldn't let me ask the question. Why did the mayor of Moscow's wife give the Bidens, both of them $3.5 million? That's a lot of money. She gave him $3.5 million. So now I would think Putin would know the answer to that. I think he should release it. I think we should know that answer. Yeah, you heard it. He's coordinating with an actual enemy of America, an actual enemy of democracy. This is a man fiending for power. That is what you see on display. He feels lost without it. You know why he feels lost without it? Because he's empty. He bears no value system. There's nothing internally that connects him to the greater world around him other than his power and wealth. And here's one thing about power, it's not quenchable. People that seek power will never get enough and say, now I can quit. Now I've arrived, it is not quenchable whatsoever. This isn't the first time Trump has required or requested information on political enemies. Remember this 2016 campaign, here it is. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. I think you will probably be rewarded mightily by our press. They call him a patriot, America first, damn. America first looks a whole lot like Russia before America, Russia before democracy, Russia before common sense. And Putin is not the only global leader that Trump has requested to find info on. Hunter Biden, remember that. Back in 2020, then President Trump called Ukraine President Zelensky about Hunter. Said, and I quote, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son. That Biden stopped the prosecution and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the Attorney General would be great. Trump said in the July 25th call, according to the memo, Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you look into it, it sounds horrible to me. All of those were lies, by the way. Biden actually stands by the State Department's decision to get rid of a corrupt leader that was corrupt, all right? And he said, damn it, I told them you keep these corrupt people in power, the State Department will no longer have this diplomatic relationship with you and we will stop funding initiatives in your country. Boom, he said it, he said it on the record. All right, no issue there. Um, Once again, ladies and gentlemen, the price of democracy is what, okay? Uh, Trump also reached out to Julian Assange about covering up uh, for Russia. Here it is, President Donald Trump offered a pardon through an intermediary to Julian Assange. If the WikiLeaks chief agreed to say that Russia was not involved in hacking emails, From Democrats during the 2016 presidential election. A lawyer for Assange said that in a London court. How in the hell is Trump not locked up? Please explain this to me. Because obviously, that notion that somehow presidents are not above the law, not only is that not true, ex presidents are above the law, ex presidents are above. The Constitution, obviously. What is it going to take? Democrats, you need to wake the hell up. This man gets back into power. You can kiss democracy goodbye. It's gone. It is gone. He will appoint surrogates that would do his bidding. He knows what mistakes
1: not to make this time. Brett, how do you see this? I see this as I love the idea that he thinks that Putin is like doing nothing else right now. And then he's like, let me go get, you're right, you know what, I'm gonna put down this whole invasion of Ukraine thing, I'm gonna go get on that and get back to you. Also, if it was the case that Putin had dirt on the Bidens in a time when Biden is leading the global response, the unified global response against Russia economically, don't you think he would have dropped that anyway? Do you think he's waiting for Trump to be like, this is a good idea? And what would the response be? Like The last time we got information about what was on Hunter Biden's laptop, for example, it was just a bunch of stuff that made Hunter Biden seem pretty cool. He did a lot of drugs and he threw a lot of parties. So, like, I'm not sure the blowback that would have on Biden in a global setting. And then also, if you're going to talk about nepotism, Trump, like just look in your own backyard. At least Hunter Biden is miles away from the levers of power. You put your son-in-law in in charge of Israel. Yep. It just doesn't make sense. And what is, yeah, it's it, it only makes sense also if Biden was going easy on Moscow as a result of whatever money Trump's talking about. But he's going hard in the paint against. Moscow. And what do you want? Do you want him to go harder against Moscow cuz that's global thermal nuclear war. And I don't think you want that either. You just want stuff to say on real America news, which how much could that represent real America? Where did they shoot that interview? It was like in Downton Abbey. No one in real America is spending any time anywhere near those settings.
0: We got we all said we got more on the other side. It's indisputable stick and stay. Welcome back, it's indisputable. We got a lot of comments. Before I get to the comments, let me remind everyone, the big home of J.R. Jackson. All right, the watch list. Subscribe to Watch List with Jr. Jackson on youtube.com forward slash T Y T. Follow and like on facebook.com forward slash T Y T. Live weekdays, it's a beautiful show, 12 p.m. Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific time. Find out the stories that you should be paying attention to in news, politics, culture current events, sports and more, all right? Also impacts, here at TYT we spent 20 years building a progressive change machine. And we've kept a record of the impact on policy, candidates, issues and more with support and engagement from you, the TYT community. We set out to make change happen and that's exactly what we've done. All right, driving positive change, however, takes the foundation of change. That's you, that is you. We enter into the 18th week of our countdown now. Um, I hope everyone could take time to visit tyt.com forward slash impacts, tyt.com forward slash impacts. Look at what we've achieved together over the years, all right? room, news and chair yoga. Join Francesca Wednesdays, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Pacific time. That's a Twitch exclusive, twitch.tv forward slash tyt. Francesca will break down top stories of the week while interacting and engaging with the live Twitch audience. Big up to the Twitch audience, by the way. That's where it all started. Okay, Nostra Science says Don Rickles would be a Vegas comic dead man. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> would be a Vegas comic dead man according to certain oddball Fox News pundit standards. <laughs> you know, and listen, there, there are some comedians they really make their comedic value based on their ability to look at the audience and quickly come up with you know, a joke or two, all right? It's a style. DL Hughley mastered that style when he was a stand up guy. And to me, DL Hughley is still the best, the absolute best. He hasn't done it in a while, but when he did, do not sit on that damn front row. As a matter of fact, if you ever go to a DL Hughley stand up, the first 25 rows, you let them have it, okay? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish you Karen would.
1: You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Denny? Sunday. You're I African feel free, back off. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American
0: man threatening my life. Calling the police on me for?
1: I, I have a man, I have a person at the Denny's up here um, beside the La Quinta. Um, I'm refusing service to him, but he. Why? He won't leave the rest. You can't afford the cake so you don't. Can't
0: afford two dollars. You're trying $2. to belittle $2. me now?
1: We just work here, sir. Um, he's wearing a white shirt, black pants, black hair. I'm okay with that. You can't call corporate and be like, "Hey, this guy can't afford these pants." Uh, he's a, a white guy.
0: I'm okay with <laughs> that. I understand that.
1: Okay, then, what's the issue?
0: He yeah, there hair. is no issue.
1: Guy.
0: The issue is that, <laughs> that he told to me he would give me two shirt, pancakes for pants, two dollars. Yeah. I'm fine
1: with that. I wanted a pancakes black. and coffee. This guy's giving me an
0: attitude. Is like three dollars. Yes, yeah, so he will not leave the rest okay. okay. No,
1: there's the pancakes now. is four dollars, not two dollars. I told him that multiple times. Then he
0: told me it's two for two dollars. No, sir. No sir, no sir, it's $4 now, he's a new uh, guy. Hey, and I said I will take four pancakes for $8, but I'm never coming here for pancakes again. Now he tells me I'm
1: refusing your service because okay. you don't understand I'm so, my with You're
0: getting laughed at. <laughs> now damn it, I wanted two pancakes, coffee and bacon. You told me that I could get two pancakes. <laughs> First of all, I checked with Dennis. Dennis said all their pricing is fixed. And they have assured me that you cannot negotiate the price of the pancakes. <laughs> it's fixed pricing throughout the entire chain, okay? We have identified this particular mayor. Karen. <laughs> Let's put up his picture. <laughs> his name according to the Post uh, TikToker named David Pricey, David Pricey throwing up the deuces. Uh, you know, inflation must have hit Mr. Pricey pretty hard there. All right. Okay. You know, Brett, <laughs> I'm thinking about something. I'm here's what I'm thinking. Let's say the police arrive and he gets arrested for trespassing. He goes to the pokey. He's in jail. Somebody says, "Hey, man, what are you in for?" Man, I'm in because Denny's refused to sell me pancakes for two dollars.
1: <laughs> me too. Well, not the same. I'm here for over Belgian waffles.
0: <laughs>
1: Belgian waffles? Oh, don't talk, don't talk to him. He's here for waffles. <laughs> oh, I thought the pancake guy was bad. <laughs> oh, man, it is. This is so good. First of all. It's it also it almost seems fake because his last name is pricey. Right, right. <laughs> his photo, the only available photo, is two dollars. Two dollars. Oh. Like I get it. I get that first instinct when someone says two dollars, and you're like, oh, oh, oh. It's <laughs> like when you go or you're in a store and you realize that the the wrong price tag is on the the hat. And you're like, I'm going to do this. And then you get there and you got a 50-50. If the person running the register is like, yeah, take it. Or that's obviously a misprint. Flip it over. It says like the actual price on the bottom. Um, But like, and I understand being a principled person, but that has a limit. And that limit is before Denny's calls the cops. (laughs) Right?
0: (laughs) Maybe while they're calling 911. Maybe you abandon that that dogmatic commitment to the discount, okay? Yeah. All right, I got something for everybody, double dose.
1: You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a you Sunday. Know. You're free. Right. back you. off. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Do I have to call corporate right now in front of your store? you don't touch! at me. Oh, yeah, you go ahead. Oh, you I'm gonna call your manager. Oh, and that's like You're gonna cuss at me. T- he threw that at me and I thought he was gonna throw something at me. I want a remake now. You're cussing at me and calling me a bitch and throwing pizza at me and trying to throw pizza at yeah, me. you pizza at me. Okay. I, mean, I want to talk to another major. Do you need to no, but I'm calling okay.
0: corporate on George now because he's okay. calling me bit okay. and trying to throw pizza at me. Calm down. Stop yelling at our at our police and stay behind the counter or else we have to call the cops. That's not optional for us. That's our corporate policy. If you keep yelling at us and come behind the counter now Karen. You can't try to throw pizza. Either The pizza is thrown or is not. You can't be almost pregnant. Either pregnant or you're not. This particular Karen um, committed uh, destruction of property. Criminal trespassing refused to leave. Uh, This actually is a throwback Karen from 2021. This happened in Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, now let's put up the graphic here. I think this is interesting. I think she was on hold trying to get in touch with corporate. Now, I've had orders before from Pizza Hut that were wrong. Last time I checked, this Karen is still on hold from 2021,
1: (laughs) Brett. I've heard of hand tossed pizza, but this (laughs) Uh, there comes a point there comes a decibel level where well, you're no longer yelling at the Pizza Hut employee. You're yelling at your family, you're yelling at like the traffic on the way there. You're yelling at like how much you think your kids like you wanted a different kind of pizza and the one you're picking up is like the one the kids will eat and not like you You love black olives and everyone else <laughs> calls you crazy. Right. That's what she's yelling at. Um, I love it. I do understand. like, these ones are so great. I do have to talk to Scott. Choice I believe is the name of the person who made the video. Don't put the giant head explosion emoji in front of yeah. the action shot, please. Just for some people, I know it's very tempting and I know not everybody is as deft as others. I'm glad it disappeared. It disappeared at some other point, but also in her defense stay behind the counter is interesting. Because that counter stops a conspicuous distance from the side of the wall. So it's more of an island more of a, a peninsula than a counter. I just, it, I, I love this so much. The point where she has this righteous indignation over something that happened in a pizza hut. Yep. You just have to control your instincts a little bit more.
0: Yeah, and it's so sad because on a serious note, individuals like her typically feel as if, hey, these people that I'm cursing at, that I'm threatening, the place that I'm being violent at. They don't deserve my respect. They're they're lower than me, and I'm higher than them. How dare they make a mistake? How dare they say something I don't like, whatever it may be, right? So once again, we're back to a status issue here. And we've seen this routinely. I worked at Pizza Hut. When I was a teenager, I worked at Pizza Hut. I had a great management team, great coworkers. My first year in college, I worked at a full service Pizza Hut, had a great time. But I also ran into customers like that, all right? So we stand up for those who work in the restaurant industry, service related industries here on Indisputable? We continue to provide a mirror, not only for reflection, but also for an opportunity at correction. We got more. It's Indisputable. Stick and stay. Welcome back. Okay, we got a lot of comments. I have time to read a few. Um, Shakaida, good night, Beer Dragon. I'm doing a hard 20 on a pancake wrap. <laughs> That's good. Craig <laughs> crazy Flay, I want my rebate, damn it.
1: This Woo-zle. is Rudy tootie, but it's not fresh and fruity. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's a technical violation
0: of the rebate standard here. <laughs> Woozle 1967, there's no haggling at Denny's, bro. Yeah, okay, and Name Reddit, calling Pizza Hut a pizzeria is a bit generous.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm still thinking of jokes that are like, he ordered a grand slam and ended up in the grand slammer.
0: Boom. Right. a boom. All right, black teen tased for vaping in an open park. Atlanta police. Let's go to the video. That's a child, that is a child, okay, a child. I'm gonna give you background to this. Police state they are reviewing the video to determine all the facts in their investigation. Let's put up a picture of the young man who was tased. His name is Terion Fortson, Tarion is 17 years of age. Fortson told CBS 46 News that he was simply, and I quote, chilling at the park. And had just hit his vape when the officer came up to him aggressively. Fortson was charged with disorderly conduct. The Atlanta NAACP is now involved. If you remember, I had the Atlanta NAACP president on Indisputable not too long ago, stand up guy named President Richard Rose. In Atlanta, the police said, and I quote, The officer encountered the male, advised him of the law and advised him he could not vape there. The male walked away and continued to vape. The officer approached the male again and requested his identification. In an effort to issue the male a citation, the male refused to comply and physically resisted the officer's efforts to detain him. The male continued resisting detention and the officer eventually utilized her taser to detain him. After being tased, the male was placed into handcuffs without further incident. I got more, okay? That's what the police are saying. This is all vaping in a park. It's a child. We are aware of the incident, and we are aware of the video circulating on social media showing a portion of the encounter. We will be reviewing the entire video related to this incident to determine all the facts. At this time, that investigation continues. We do not know the identity of the female officer; they have not released it. Rodney Bryant, a guy I actually have met before, is the chief of police. He is in charge. The buck stops with him. Okay? There's a witness here. Let's put up a picture of the witness. His name is Brendan Aldridge. He was at the historic Fourth Ward skate park that Thursday afternoon. He saw what happened. According to that witness you're looking at right now, he says the 17 year old was not resisting arrest. He expressed he was scared for the 17 year old, expecting the 17 year old would probably get shot. Aldridge spoke with WSB TV saying he was only vaping. She asked him for his ID, he was being calm. He wasn't being like, no, I'm not going to show you my ID. She tased him, it was crazy because while he was on the ground shaking, she was like, get down, get down, like he wasn't already on the ground. It was even crazier, like six other police officers pulled up and they were all dapping each other saying, what's up? Hugging, like hugging, I'm like, what is this? That was just crazy it made no sense. Well, it makes sense when you understand how gang culture works. Makes sense then. This is gang culture 101. And we keep talking about reform and the police need to replace them. At some point we have to get out of the conversation of reform and get into the conversation of replacement. And let's stop acting as if police are your public safety methodology, or your public safety dynamic. That's not it. Policing was never supposed to be your public safety plan. Public safety is public safety. Policing is one element of public safety. Do you think people are safer now because a 17 year old kid got tased for vaping in a park? Is that the kind of public safety you're talking about? You feel safer now because there's a kid who has been tased by a cop for vaping? Makes you feel safe? Has nothing to do with safety, does it? Public safety is the narrative. Policing, well, that narrative has been hijacked. The reality is public safety is the goal. Policing is one element, one piece of that puzzle. But somehow we have transferred policing into the place of public safety. Now almost anything the police do, it is characterized as Public safety. That's a public nuisance to me. What happened to that young man? It was uncalled for. It was ridiculous. And at least one witness says that report is a damn lie. All right, Brett, thoughts?
1: I mean, yes, we have a lot of experience seeing stories where the police says we'll look into it, and they don't. They just don't. That is that is procedure. When I when they say let's look into our training and maybe you know retrain these people no no that is the whole that's the whole game is to say we'll definitely look into it and they know maybe they'll say to the other per- the person who did the tasing you know you shouldn't do that next time but what always gets me is moments where someone gets tased is on the ground and they say get on the ground it's always something like that you're supposed to be trained to know how to communicate what you need when you find yourself tasing someone for vaping Then they fall to the ground and you're yelling, get on the ground. That means your training has failed you. And the problem is it doesn't just fail you, it fails the entire society. You've sworn to serve and protect.
0: Very well said, very well said. Imagine you are working at a hotel you have to tell a guest to leave because of their racism. They're hurling racial slurs. Well, that person comes back, attacks you, police come, and they put you in jail. The person working at the hotel. That's exactly what happened. Here's the video. This is a Best Western employee. In Florida, okay? He has been attacked by racist guests. You're seeing the attack right there. He's being attacked because he told the individual, you have to leave. We will not tolerate your racism. But when the police come, they don't arrest the racist man at the Florida Best Western. They arrest the black man, who was the employee exercising the authority he has been granted as it relates to guest protocol. Isn't that interesting, hmm. I got some background to this, okay. It's a damn shame. Let's put up a picture of the man they arrested, okay? After he was kicked out of the hotel for spewing racial slurs at Raymond Racial, the best Western employee, Jason Robbie, re-enters the property. He rushes through the door and pushes through the front door, a desk security gate to attack the employee. The employee fought back and was able to pin Mr. Robbie down, holding him in a headlock for several minutes until the police arrived. Stand up situation, all right, non-lethal, he was able to handle it. He did it, boom, police get there. A hotel guest who saw the fight ran to the employee's defense and waited for the cops to arrive. Great, good people here, all right? You got a racist guy out of control. You got an employee who has detained them temporarily. Police are coming. You got another guest. Say, hey, buddy, I'm gonna help you. All right, we'll wait this out together. Police on the way. Okay? The officers immediately approach the best Western employee, the man of color. Cows push him several times as he visually references the security tapes, letting them know all you gotta do is look at the security tape. Okay? They decided to steal handcuffs. Let's put his picture up again. That's this man. They put him in handcuffs, right? The event occurred in January is now being questioned by the civil rights attorney activist Ben Crump. The employee was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct and resisting an officer with violence. Isn't that something? The officer who wrote the report said that he ordered Mr. Ray to back away from the man and that the best Western employee was not compliant. Cops said and I quote, I ordered the defendant several times to back up, which he failed to do and pushed him back several more times as well. The officer wrote in the report, the defendant then with his arms pushed, pushed me back. I then attempted to place the defendant's arms behind his back. When he tensed up his arms and upper body, and was holding his arms in front of him, resisting officers' efforts to handcuff him. Well, damn it, I would have resisted you too. I would have resisted you as well. Okay. Not once is he shown resisting arrest in the security footage. All right, just didn't happen. Let's go to the next spot. Arrest of the footage of the arrest. Okay. Yeah, do you see resisting? I see an arrest. And I also see a cop who's so desperate to manipulate the narrative that instead of simply saying, hey, I made a mistake. I arrested the wrong person, my bad. Instead of just being human, okay, being a decent fellow. They create a false police report But it's not just the report, it's the culture. Because that police report was fully accepted and adopted by his police precinct. His actions were initially supported. Court records show that Raymond Rachel was released with a $1,000 bond and the state attorney's office dropped charges against him. Officers gave Robbie, the guy who was the racist guy, who appeared to be intoxicated, Um, a courtesy ride to a friend's house, you hear me, right? The man who was the racist person who physically assaulted and attacked the best Western employee was able to get a courtesy ride to his friend's home um, while the employee got a ride to the county jail. Fort Lauderdale police released a statement on Monday saying that their Office of Internal Affairs is now reviewing the incident. The manager of the hotel said they had no comment. Guess what? The employee no longer works there. Systemic failure after failure. A racist person making everybody uncomfortable comes back after being rightfully kicked out of that hotel to physically fight the employee all in Florida to this very moment. This very day, that person has no criminal charges, but the employee does. The employee had to get them dropped by the state attorney. Come on, Brett thoughts here.
1: I just when you hear the police report, you're like, oh, so he pushed back. I understand where the police is coming from, but when you see like what else? do you expect this man to do when he's getting pushed and put yourself in his position he was at work and a man yeah. lunged at him what was he supposed to do just stand there and take it and in and in that very like part of the country where well, they'll always say stand your ground he's not wow. allowed to and then when he is on the ground complying He has nowhere else to back up. Did you notice that when he said I pushed him to move back? First of all, that happens in the total time lapse of three and a half seconds. And how much further can he go back? He's already against the cabinet. Do you want him to go through the wall? I bet the police officer wants him to go through the wall with how hard he was pushing him. Yeah, there there need to be consequences.
0: Right, and it's clear that the police report is false and it is illegal to file a false police report It's against the law, it's against the law in every jurisdiction. But once again, we have a dynamic here of policy versus culture, culture is policy alive every day. That video clearly shows that the police report is false, the police report is a lie and the police report is illegal. The cop will not get charged with filing a false police report nor violation of both of office. And until enforcement matches these penalties, you will continue to see the culture of corrupt policing permeate in our societal structures. Brett, always a pleasure having you on the show, man. Tell people how they can follow you, check out your great work.
1: Today at 5 30 PM Pacific 8 30 PM Eastern happy half hour. We'll do battle brackets. I'll, I'll do my pre production probably six minutes before the show starts. But you can also see me on rebel HQ, got some good videos up there. And Fridays you'll see me on game busters and Sundays we're doing the Sunday stream all at twitch.tv slash tyt.
0: All beautiful stuff. Always a pleasure my friend, thank you. Remember, take care of yourself, take care of each other, take care of the planet. Remember the truth is always indisputable.